2: here we go it's the big and wild outdoors uh brayden glenn jonathan uh bill george aaron and chuck 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 who's our new favorite friend who uh brought in two dozen donuts and a big giant gallon of coffee Ooh. which glenn is single-handedly as jonathan pointed out i think it's taking it upon himself to not be defeated and drink the whole thing it's not i'm not far off you should just put a straw in that oh wait you can't have those in Pinellas County. You're you? slacking. Unless you ask for one, sir, it's still about a, halfway. Sir, can we have a straw? Oh, you brought one. Good for you.
3: <laughs> you brought that across the bridge. What did you You're whip going that down, out man. of, man?
4: Seriously.
3: How much coffee is actually in a box?
2: I
4: don't know. Um, I want to say it's twenty cups. So it's two. It's two pitchers full. Go for it, Glenn. Challenge accepted. Go, 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 go. <laughs> well, go,
3: jump, I can jump, tell you jump. this: if I fill this cup up, I'll be at cup number. Six, nine, I think it is. So you'll no, be. I've already s- had two more since six. Jeez. Huh? So you'll finally get Didn't to you sleep you notice on the hair his head's been growing so- the whole time?
4: <laughs> it- he's got lead in his pencil again.
3: <laughs> so anyway, I'll at least have half of it gone.
1: I did my part. Watch out, Ginger. He might be frisky when he gets to the house. I, hope- I got a lot of yard
3: work to do. <laughs> I tell you.
2: Hopefully, at uh, Bill, uh, I know he's out there cooking barbecue. We heard a little bit earlier from Robert out there at the. Uh, at the festival going on out there at the Sun and Fun, they're out there cooking some really good barbecue and seafood as well. I know uh, Bill Burkett is out there with uh, Pork Gannic Barbecue. He's out there yeah, selling off barbecue and making money. Them yeah. scallops sounded
4: delicious. Oh, yeah,
2: bacon wrapped, anything
4: bacon with wrapped. Lump crab meat on top of it. Man. Mm,
1: bacon, mm. crab meat, butter, salt, butter, salt pepper. Yeah, just,
4: Only
2: thing yeah. that's missing not is.
1: hearing anything that's going to turn me away. No,
2: not yet. Only thing's missing is a filet of lionfish on the bottom
4: and then a little pinch of stingray right on top of the crab. You can keep a stingray. It's just just, just put, put me an elk steak next to it, elk filet. You know, when you talk about the lionfish thing,
3: I will say a couple of weeks ago when y'all had to, the captain from Louisiana, I did get a report and uh, straight from.
2: Captain Calvin Duelow.
3: uh My son who was out there at Orlando visiting and. uh Guy Harvey himself actually listened to you, you and uh, Bill George on the air that morning because Jonathan and I both were uh, out of out of town. But uh, Guy Harvey is really promoting hard to line fish mm-hmm. and uh, taking some restrictions away to make it a just well, have free it. For I, and of course, some of that may be into the fact of, as Bill pointed out, to uh, making it more commercialized, where you could catch and sell it in the commercial industry, and maybe that would be a way to help control. Uh, the lionfish population as well
0: because that's about the only restriction that's left so
2: wait let me ask you did you answer this question already that if i have a commercial fishing license i cannot sell lionfish no you you can can.
4: you have to have the commercial fishing license in order to sell any type of but is it it
2: one okay but is it a blanket one like if i get a sportsman's gold i'm good for everything
3: no Uh, negative
4: no, no, Separ- no, no. You have to have the commercial license. The commercial license is usually, I want to say, around $250. That's not
2: what I meant. What I meant was, is there an equivalent? I should have been more specific. Is there an equivalent to, like, the sportsman's goal where I'm covered for everything? In a commercial fisherman license, I'm covered for everything. So I'd go out for grouper one day. If I find a nice uh, lionfish no, honey no, hole, no, I can because, get fish. No,
4: because certain fish have cat shares that are controlled by NOAA. Um, like the red snapper, mm-hmm. you have to actually have the snapper license. You have to have. Uh, no, you a, don't. We don't have any. No, if you're commercial. Uh, no, he's no, saying he's no, we don't have any. No, no snapper. I know what he's saying. <laughs> there's no there. Come on, man. but um, <laughs> it, you you've Here, gotta you have you gotta have the license for um for stone crab. You've got to have a, a specific license for crawfish. You know, for spiny lobster. So the the to different commercial licenses, there's not a catch-all commercial. commercial maybe license. that's something they ought to look at. Yeah,
2: really. But I think should, some yeah.
3: of it, maybe that is Fed regulated. So therefore, it makes it hard to make a blanket. That's what you're saying. Right. That's, that's about what the I'm saying. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, that one would be a separate. That would be a separate tag that you just have to affix to your license. Remember the old days where you right. lick it and stick it. <laughs> I guess uh, maybe you could uh, punch a hole in and it. Your license t- like a postcard. Yeah, remember those? You used to collect sure. them and, you know, your duck stamp. It's for faded, cards. but
4: it's on there. It's like the old NWTF cards that we, instead of having money, you, you bought one of those cards and you'd punch everything when you needed a, That's a, right. a, a denomination.
2: Well, I know that, because uh, I know my buddy Dean Frazier, I know that he does some commercial fishing out there, but he uh, usually does bait fish and things like that, <sighs> and... uh fish that you and I would throw back, uh, there are markets for them. Absolutely. That, that people want hey. fish, people want jacks, people want, you know, uh, you know, things that
4: Cap- everybody else... Captain Billy Miller started that way. He used to be catching bait fish for all the, the bait houses out here. Right. So, yeah.
2: uh, I just wondered if, if his license would cover, like, uh, you know, going out and getting lionfish. I know it's not
4: the easiest thing to catch off the bottom, but... Well, it's like, you know, the commercial divers, like uh, like Scott Childress up in uh, Port Ritchie. The commercial divers their license is anything that they spear. Right. Right. So they can get grouper, they can get snapper, hogfish, um, cobia, amberjack and lionfish because they're spearing.
2: You know what makes it so hard to get the lionfish? You got to yeah. have
4: the small little trip tri- tripod prong.
2: Well, not, no, you got to get, you got to get it down past the non-existent snapper to get down to right, the bottom. Exactly. To, to actually yeah, well, that's catch part em. of it. Cause you usually end up catching non-existent snapper everywhere. Exactly. So it's all over the place. Um, Anyway, I was just wondering, uh, Bill George, can you look into that? And see, listen, if, uh, I, I, I'm
0: being entertained. My wife is sending me some uh, rather interesting videos.
2: Well, obviously, I'm getting the same ones. <laughs> <'cause I'm laughs> on my my mom the well, well, well alrighty then. I
0: can't <laughs> say they. Are, it is a little bit risque. Um, <laughs> we have a. a Why are you blushing, of, Bill? We have a series of deer in the backyard that are. Um, Uh, looking to keep the uh, species going (laughs) okay well it's
4: that time of year
0: (laughs) oh out my way we had an eight point on monday morning i didn't have to go to work and i had an eight point for an hour running five does around in my yard and i'm talking about wide open pasture they just it's like i could shoot that buck i could shoot that buck but i'm not allowed to shoot that buck because Mama said Cause no. Mama, Mama said, said no. no.
4: What kind feminine, of food plot you got park, parked out there in the back was that Feminine, texam,
2: tex, uh, what is it? feminine tex, uh, toxicology? What is yeah. it? Yeah. Toxicology?
0: Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Well, bottom line is, you know, that's one of the reasons why I was asking about the food plots. On, and we're looking to increase uh the holding capacity. Keep them in, out where I can see them more hours of the day. You know, but from eight thirty to nine thirty last week on Monday. They were in the yard and now they're running around chasing each other in the yard again.
2: What are you rating? Where the red fern grows too? What, what are you doing? No,
0: Why? no, just enjoy seeing them. I'm I mean, going to go. Pretty neat. You, you know, I really don't
3: visit Bill much, but this is the time of the year that I spend a little more time coming out to visit. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, he's
1: not home and neither you know, is Bow and everybody goes in the truck,
3: yeah. I'm not saying anything. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah so, yeah. you know, thank
1: you. you need, for in being other words, and you need I know me where to pick you up some stuff.
0: Is that what you're trying to say? Well, that's my thing is. I need to know basically what I can plant and when I can plant it. Right now, I wouldn't mind planting some stuff for for birds and that, some some maybe, you know.
4: You're a little bit behind on, on planting for turkeys. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You okay. should have done that earlier. Is that what but, kind of birds you're referring to? Well, that. I have yet to have turkeys in the yard. I've had just about everything else. Um,
4: There's some stuff you can plant right now, though, that'll help at least bring the turkeys in that'll grow fast enough in this cooler weather. Austrian winter peas is one of them, mm-hmm. and that'll come up pretty quick. You can always plant Alice clover in Florida because of the sandy soil. It'll come up, and it, it's usually a 90 to 120 J germination to, to seed top, so that's not too bad. You'll still catch the bottom end of your season there, and they'll be picking on the sprouts as it's coming up. And, of course, your winter wheat and winter rye will both come up pretty quick. But um
1: and the, you could do a little bit of oats too. A little bit of oats too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I wanna I wanna turn around we have five acres and I wanna plant a decent amount in in between my house and a bay head into a
3: food plot. He I mean, just wanted, wanted to get lot. away from mowing the grass. An,
4: an acre will do you plenty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a pretty good size plot. And what I would do is mix it up, planting strips, you know, and stagger it so you've got something that may take a little bit longer, but we'll give them cover. Um, so if you're going to be planting for the deer, you want to be planting usually around June. Okay. All right. Um, because it will it will be ready for archery season. Now, where you're at, your archery season doesn't start till October. So you well, can for get me, away with
0: August. I, I'm not worried about the hunting times. Obviously, I'm not allowed to hunt in the backyard. I, mm-hmm. was, I wasn't given free reign on squirrels at one point because my wife got tired of getting pictures of squirrels. When she was paying per picture for those pictures, she's like, you could take care of them, some of them squirrels. That <laughs> right, or but,
3: just put the uh, camera back on pay plan and she'll get tired of looking at the deer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
0: but well, I mean, for me, it's uh, my life runs in rotations. Right now, deer season's winding down. I got a couple things I got to do. And then it's turkey season. Once turkey season on, I'm done, you know. So i got to do something here in this February time frame, early March.
4: Scout for turkeys. <laughs> Start
0: scouting. It. Start
4: looking around. All right. We're
0: a little fishing in between.
2: Give you yeah. some time to go do some scouting real quick. We're going to take a quick break. We are brought to you by the Big and Wild Outdoors. As us, we are. We're bringing this to you because out of the generosity of our own good hearts. And we're also brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Welcome back, everybody! It is the Big and Wild Outdoors Saturday morning. Uh, we are here in the studio today. Braden, Glenn, Jonathan, Bill, and Chuck and Aaron we're all here today. Uh, our good buddy Vince Noble blowing up my phone during the break, and also uh, before the break, screaming out, "You gotta have a you gotta have a, uh, uh, a saltwater uh, license. You gotta have a uh, what is it? An FPL SPL SPL." Saltwater water
4: products license
2: but i think that's like uh when you buy a general hunting license you know it still doesn't include management stamp uh you know turkey
1: stamp all this other stuff <laughs> and so i think that so chuck gonna be proud of me i bought a duck stamp this year i
2: think right, you gotta well. have the s i think you have to have the spl to uh get all the other things that you
4: are required to get if right.
2: you're going to go out for pompano or stone crabs or any of that other stuff i think you have to have that license first If I'm reading it correctly. That's that's
4: the base license, and then you have to have the specialty endorsements for the other stuff.
2: Yeah, and it also says that you also have to have an individual saltwater products license plus a crew saltwater product license and a vessel saltwater product license. Uh, Persons (laughs) aboard a vessel will be covered under the license and the endorsements that are on the SPL. An applicant can hold more than one vessel SPL. The vessel must be titled and leased to the applicant at the time of application vessel with it cannot be transferred to a vessel that is sold or damaged
0: and that's a lot of
2: so they got it in there and
0: And that and that's one of the things when vince was looking at it a long time ago with the lionfish thing he didn't have a boat even if he wanted to as an individual say hey i want i want to be a commercial fisherman i'll pay the license just so i could sell it unless it's tied to a boat he was running You can't into do anything. Nope.
2: Well, I know it says that uh, uh, SPL is required to do any of the following, and they only list three things. Sell, barter, or exchange for merchandise any saltwater products, harvest over 100 pounds or two saltwater fish per person per day, whichever is greater, for species that do not have an established bag limit, or use certain gear or equipment as specified by hey,
1: law. guess who's on line one?
2: Vincenzo's right there. So why am I doing all the talking? Good morning, Vince. How are you? Big
5: sugar. Well, well good
1: morning, boy. Big oh. sugar. <laughs> Big sugar.
5: Really? 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 What's up? Nothing. Good morning, sunshine. <laughs> How are hey. you? Talking about your, your lionfish dealio. In order to sell any fish in the state of Florida, you need a Florida products license along with your commercial license. If you don't have both of them together, you cannot sell fish in the state of Florida.
2: Right. Well, that's what I said. I think that the uh, the SPL is your uh, base yes. requirement, and then if you want to do anything else, you have to get some other one. Correct. Like yes. if you wanted to get a commercial dive permit or a marine life or pompano or purse seine or shellfish endorsement or spiny lobster endorsement or styling lobster bully net uh, endorsement or sponge or stone crab or stone crab incidental take, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff here that you have to go through.
5: Absolutely. And, you know, i just spent it's fifty bucks for the foreign products Like just, just spend fifty bucks and do it, and get it done. You know, just do it the right way. You know, just keep it simple.
2: So, if I uh, have a boat, as Bill George pointed out, you are required to have a boat on the vessel. You have to have an SPL license on the boat as well. So, if you I, have I the FPL. If, if I have that and I go out and I catch two saltwater fish per person per day, I'm allowed to sell those. As if long you as-
5: have your your Florida products license, yes. And you said it's how much? It's 50 bucks to go get a Florida products license. That's
3: well, it. Well, that's not too bad. It's pay now or pay later. So I could so go well, out. I, I'd pay the 50 bucks now cuz yeah, heck a lot more later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly.
4: So I mean, uh, but you it? have to have the FPL and the SPL in harmony with each other. Right. Cuz you can't just have the FPL and go sell fish. You have to have the saltwater no, products license as well. That's what I said. And Correct. that one I believe is 200.
5: So for two hundred and fifty bucks you got That's why I said two fifty for the whole deal. Yeah.
2: So two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, I, I got the license on me. I put a stamp or whatever it is on my boat. I can go out and catch a hundred pounds of mullet and go sell it. Yep. Pretty much. Wow. Once you got those licenses, you're good to go. Yep. Dude. That's not a bad Dude. deal. That's almost better than
4: Uber. Almost. Well, until you include almost. the fuel and the time and <laughs>
3: Oh,
1: believe me, when I own my buttons, that, that hundred pounds of mullet into. might
4: take care of your licenses in your
2: first trip. Yeah, but then after that, it's uh, you know just going for gas, I guess these days. You know, I mean, this?
5: mullet, mullet, and uh, ladyfish are selling big right now. Yep. Yeah, that's.
2: Uh, I told Dean I was. Uh, we were down there snagging on some uh, uh, ladyfish the other night on Wednesday night, and I saw him again on Thursday. He's like, "Where exactly were you? <laughs> because I would like. I would like to go back there because uh, they're buying uh, ladyfish like crazy these days. What especially poor? in the
4: Asian markets.
5: Yeah. Oh, my God. They go crazy for the lady food. They, they use it for bait. soups.
2: And yep. they eat them. They eat them. In,
4: uh, and Bonita. Bonita fish flake is huge.
2: And bait. So, you know, they yes, use it for both. It's one Jack Mack. So, you know.
5: so, so, there you go. I had to call. I All missed right. you guys. All right. Miss you, too. Where are you going? Are you doing anything today? Are you working? What are you doing? I'm actually, uh, my brother, I'm going to go pick up a trailer for his uh, pirate crew. He, he ordered a brand-new 10-foot trailer, so we're running over to Tampa hopefully not into the Gasparilla area, and uh, go pick up his trailer.
2: Well, you just said the weirdest thing. He said for his pirate crew, but yet you're not going to Gasparilla? He does. His crew, he's
5: more of a – he works with kids more than adults. And he, he's not into big drinking and everything else, so he he doesn't do Gasparilla.
4: No, oh, well, that's probably smart on his part. <laughs> <laughs> I will stay as far away from that nonsense as
5: possible. Let's end uh, th- into that. It's amateur day. Yeah, yep.
2: it's it's a, it's a crazy time for
4: sure. Well, be careful. Have fun. Enjoy your Saturday.
5: All right, guys. I'll talk you later. Be good. Bye. All
2: right,
0: bye. See
4: ya. See ya guys.
3: All
4: you bye. know, the last time I went to Gasparilla, which was probably five or six years ago, I kid you not, I watched a guy walk up into the bleachers open up a backpack, and pull out two fake tattoo sleeves and put them on his arms. Well, he wanted to look cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess. He's you know. like he walked straight out of an Ed Hardy magazine <laughs> catalog.
2: Last time I went, I was forced to go by uh, Tom Rivers, who made me walk through the parade at night, the night parade through Ebor, and uh, it was raining like crud. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, it was, That was fun. That <laughs> was a lot of fun, and I
4: don't want to go back. That's so. the most depraved parade we have is the what parade.
2: i'm sitting here and i'm watching glenn he's over here doing some early christmas shopping i guess is no no i doing? was just
3: you know just shopping around when you guys got it covered up but i'm looking at everything i was going from the e-guard watch to the reaction innovations <laughs> to look again because uh, <laughs> emptied in the tackle box out for that one and a lot and of, course, of masculine
1: things there glenn
3: yeah and of course the shot show 2019 of course the uh, uh fox actually put out a thing from the shot show the 2019 uh list of guns that are kind of uh the hottest new guns big guns and is you look at some of the names it's kind of like who come up who thought about something like that well
2: you know what it's funny because after the shot show we uh Usually that's a really uh, busy time in, uh, when it comes to firearm sections because everybody sees all these articles and they walk right into the gun show. Hey, do you have that new Browning BAR MK3, uh, the, the DM with the wood? And you're like, dude, they just released the, it. They, and you they won't gotcha. have them until
4: April. Yeah, I yep. mean, uh, they,
3: and My they, thing they, is, too, is whenever I look at some of the – Oh, welcome uh, to retail.
2: Yeah, really. You,
3: you know, it, it calls it the new shock. And uh, some of the things that's out there that spark curiosity. And when you read the names, I guess that's just an attention getter. To, to look into it but same as fishing baits it goes hand in hand and when you look at the the guns that they're they have out for 2019 i'm thinking again i look at it from a different view than what you do because i guess what the purpose of it and when you see the six hour copperhead i'm thinking what kind of, what would you use that for no
2: that'd be perfect for oh you show me the picture yeah
3: there it is what would you use that for
2: uh let's see what caliber is it in
1: Nine uh, well, I watched Razor Dobbs kill a black buck with one of those the other day. Is
3: it a nine millimeter? I don't know exactly. I hadn't read down to it, but I just <laughs> I seen it and
2: uh I'm trying to see, I'm trying to read ahead uh, fourteen inches, uh see so three and a half inch barrel, four pounds, uh I'm gonna say that's probably a nine millimeter.
3: Yeah, it doesn't really say.
2: Or maybe a forty. And ten millimeter, that'd be a great little hog getter right there. <laughs> But, Home defense, anything you want. Target shooting. What? What else would you use? A but when I see for? something like that, that's to me, that just inches. looks like
3: something that's going to be on the street. And then next thing you know, they're making a big thing about uh, the nonsense of it. How Why? much does that thing cost? Uh, with this one here, let's see if it gives it a. I'm uh, going to say
2: that that gun is probably at least fifteen hundred bucks.
3: Uh, It looks like it's going to run for around $1,835. Well,
2: there you go. I don't know too many criminals (laughs) that are going to walk into a gun shop and go, hey, I need that new Sig Copperhead. Uh, Here's my $1,800 uh,
4: 1900 No, but they'll they'll be glad to walk into your house and take one out of your drawer. And that's Uh, where it goes.
2: Well, you know, if you saw that report that came out this past week when they asked convicts how many of them used a firearm, it was like 97% of them, and how many... Where they actually got them, it was less than 1% that
4: actually bought them in a retail store. Of course, they steal them out of houses or cars.
2: Yeah. Everything else was either stolen or bought off the street or anywhere else like that, stolen from somebody else. I don't
4: keep weapons in my car overnight. I have had my car broken into, and I've, I've left magazines in there unloaded, and they'll steal the magazines.
2: I uh, I have gotten up uh, laid in bed, got down, got to the skivvies, laid in there, ready to go, and you lay down, and you kind of go through the day's events, and you go, Oh, I left my gun in the car. The- get up, walk out, go get it, bring it back. There's no way I'm going to no leave way. it out there. Uh, I had a friend of mine who was uh, uh, in law enforcement. He had a nice Kimber taken out of his gun. Uh-huh. I mean, out of his car. And when that, when I heard that, pff, never again.
1: Nope. Yep.
2: But, you know, a SHOT Show is a great event. There's all kinds of good stuff out there. And I'm sure if you go to any... Uh, website anywhere. I didn't know Fox would put it up there, but, you know, if you go to Field and Stream, Outdoor Life, any of these other ones, Outdoor
4: 360, anything, they'll all have their own personal lists. National Shooting Sports Foundation is the official sponsor of the SHOT Show, and they have the complete comprehensive list of all the hot items, all the vendors. In their time. opinion. And that's... That's what right. I'm
2: saying. Everybody has their own choices. I guarantee if you go look at Field and Streams, it's not going to be the same as the one on guns.com.
4: Well, NSSF, the reason I say that they have the official stuff is because they're the ones who give out the awards for most innovative products and the stuff that's the buzz of the show, and that they're the ones who who to report on that
2: well i love this one the one the, the big one the one darling that everybody seemed to love was the new steyer Monoblock. yeah it only comes in two calibers 308 or 30 odd six and it only run you 5250 bucks i'll take a blazer instead i don't know man that's a lot of money
3: <laughs> Blow-za. Blow-za. we are big and wild gotta take a quick break brought to you by g5 feeding outdoors brandon ford we'll be right back
2: Welcome back. It is the big and wild outdoors. Brayden, Glenn, Jonathan, and uh, Bill hey, George over in the other room. And, that was uh, very
1: hurtful and hateful for you to say that to me. Was it really? Yeah, my feelings are hurt. Well, we won't. Was I being
2: toxic in my masculinity? I am so sorry. See,
1: look, I'm trying to Quit do number. I'm trying to do number I'm five moderating. and communicate my feelings I, and without. I, and, you and, know. I,
2: and I'm trying not to fight. I'm moderating. I mean, You're, or what was it? Mediate. Mediate. I'm trying to mediate. You just mansplaining everywhere. <laughs> Well, let's go to the ultimate in mansplaining. Here we go. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Tell Hi, us about it, Bill.
2: Hi, Wade. How are you Uh-oh. this morning?
6: Oh, I'm doing good, guys. How about yourself?
2: We're doing good. How are you, my friend?
6: I was just sitting here on the couch watching Bassmaster with the kids.
2: Well, that sounds like a great and wonderful Saturday. Thanks for calling.
6: <laughs> yeah. What?
3: Well,
2: I was going to see if he was going to hang up. Well, what's going on? Yeah, What's your point?
6: I'm sitting here. The point is, is White just told me, he said, man, I wish I could get a trophy like that. And I told him, I said, well, when you get a little bit older and you go to school, you can go over there to Strawberry Crest and get in their bass fishing program. And he says, man, it sounds like a lot of work.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's that much work. I think it's probably, if you talk to those kids, as we have, it's it's so much fun. You're out there with your friends. You get to go out there. They're not doing the hard work. They're not loading up the boat, getting it up, paying the insurance, and uh, doing all the other stuff. They just get to go out and go fish.
0: No, I know. I, I have faith that his paw will get him a big fish.
3: I'm sure every every fish that he catches is big, and uh, as he pointed out, a trophy. It doesn't have to be ten pounds to be a trophy. It could be the ten inches long that he he reeled in up there on the dock. It's uh, it's in trophies in the behind uh, the eyes of the. Uh, the
4: behind of the beholder.
3: Uh, the, the pole holder or the <laughs> the bow holder. Is, that's how it is, you know.
6: It so. also
2: has to do with his <laughs> height.
6: And he's sitting there talking about these fish are pulling out of some lake in Texas. And I told him, I said, yeah, well, we got fish like that here, too. Because, goes, yeah, but that's a bigger fish. What ball gets me.
2: <laughs> oh, don't be throwing his name at it. That's all right. Like
4: that. <laughs> Must be talking about Lake Conroe. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, it could be.
3: Jeez. Well, get him off the couch and uh, head him on out there and do some fishing somewhere, and yeah, maybe need, today would be the day for him. I
2: need some more specs oh, for yeah. the uh, wild game dinner, so yeah. get out get to work.
6: Okay, okay. I'll, I'll get right on that. Yeah, sure you will. <laughs> All right, have a good day. <laughs> you too. Yeah, yeah, come on, sit right, right, there. There. right there. You right can hold
3: right. the remote.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know what? I, I haven't seen too many people coming in and getting spec baits. So what's the deal? I mean, I hear hit or miss on a lot of places. Some places are on fire. Some places are not going to do it. And minors. Well, yeah, I mean, mom and dad's
3: been seeing them out there at crooked Lake. Well, I will say after the, uh, the big blood moon that we had this past week, I did go out fishing the very next day. And again, it was kind of a slow bite. Uh, we didn't catch any specks. that we were, we were drifting some minnows on, on a couple of jig heads and stuff like that. See what we catch. And we, we ended up catching bass, but, um, you know, it's just one of them things. If you if you go somewhere where you, like you mentioned, uh, Kissimmee Chain, everybody was uh, producing their limits, and uh, certain certain parts of Lake Panasoffe, was producing. Uh, Lake Maddie is always a producer of some large slabs, but it was a slow bite. But we did manage to catch some fish. Now, yesterday's fishing report, I didn't get to go with the guys, but man, they really put it on. It was just uh, a lot of it. Midday fishing seemed to be the biggest part of it. So. Uh, with the full moon, you, it's kind of like hunting. Middle part of the day, ten, between ten and 2, seems to be a little more productive than seven to the nine. So,
2: all right, I got to ask you. Remember years ago we talked about the, uh, and we asked a lot of people who do it. You know the old uh, minnows in a jar trick.
3: Yeah, that was a. Uh, you I'm, know, I've but, never come to doing that because I don't want somebody to think I was throwing trash overboard.
2: Well, the, the, <laughs> so. the funny thing is, is I was talking to a guy about that, and he said, "Have you ever heard about putting the bobber on the tail jig? Uh, doing that one. Have you ever heard of that one?"
3: putting it on uh attaching it to the fish and turning it back yeah yeah which is illegal
2: yeah, where they, they put the, is put it. it?
0: On. yes it is how do you know it's illegal
3: because i asked the fwc officer that's a
0: very small hook that you attached it to uh
3: you know because the old timers <laughs> would tell you if you caught your first beck and you tied a uh a cork back on it and threw it over it would swim back to the school and you just fish around the uh the bobber the bobber and uh that which is illegal of course, that's what that's what I was told by the FWC officer himself. And uh, under which rule?
0: Oh, I did not
2: did, mean to start this up, but this let me, me the, just put, put it like the this. Look on his face, he's in yeah, no, he, 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 the light but, over
3: there, but he's he's treating us like uh, he's at the FWC and he's just instigating the thing. But Gray, all, all I will there? say this is that I, I asked the FWC officer and he told me that, so there was really uh, no need. And another thing, too, it's kind of really not an ethical thing, I mean, it's kind of you can um you know it's fishing and it goes hand in hand with fish finders and game cameras uh, you know you're taking the edge off of uh fair chase but
2: oh you still have to go over there and chase them Whoa. i mean it's just Whoa. you may not do it now I, when i was having this conversation with this gentleman in Throw the store
0: feeders in there too
2: I, you know what i thought bring was
1: really, it boys bring I thought, it I let's was, go
2: what i thought was really interesting <laughs> i said well with that mentality if you could put a a bobber on a on a tail of a crappie and turn it back loose. I said, why couldn't you catch a hog, put a tracking collar on it, and turn him loose? And then why put a goes, tracking
1: collar on it? Put a collar with some bells on it. Let's have some fun with this deal. You
2: put a tracking collar with your GPS like you'd put on your dog and then turn it loose, and when he gets back with the with the pack, you know exactly where they are at all times.
3: Circle them up.
2: So uh, I guess that wouldn't be ethical either.
3: No. I don't know. I'm just saying, <laughs> but you know, it's I took it for face value. The man told me that. Chuck, sh- you're a better I, man than I am. <laughs> so you'd give that a you call that a gray area
2: or do you know for sure i mean you're calling him out on it but do you know if it's true on or not? a hog on a, on a on a fish let's start with a fish
0: i don't see i mean you can hook a dang fish in an eye and put them out there as bait
1: your, well, doesn't this go back to the to whole shark line. fishing off the beach conversation we've had? Mm. How many weeks in a row about? Well,
4: now hold on. But now the can other can take, you can a take guy. a wild shiner and hook it in the eye and throw it out there as bait, but you can't do it with a bluegill that's only three inches long. Yes, you it can, you if, can. You it, <laughs> if you catch it. <laughs> if you catch it, you, you can. It.
2: <laughs> if it's your fish, you're allowed to do whatever you want with it. But I mean, I was going to say like. What about guys who go out and get Schooley Dolphin? They hook the first one, they put it in the back of the boat, and the thing sitting there swimming brings all the other ones right up back up to the boat. What's the difference?
0: I'll say there is. Glenn?
3: I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to feed Bill's way of just uh, chewing a up. Are you, Are it. you I, trying to get Nick on the <clears throat> phone? Is that
2: what you're trying to do? I trying, did send there's to, plenty to, of law, law
4: enforcement officers who do a great job, but they don't know the law all the time.
2: Some of them, yeah. That, I have to, you that's know,
0: what I say. Tell me what the rule number is. Let's go look at the rule.
4: Yep. I ask them all the time. Show me the administrative code.
3: Well, we'll check into
1: that, and that'd be something <laughs> that we'll hey, talk about hey, next week. And I can say, as a witness sitting next to the man, <laughs> we had an interaction with a wildlife officer, and he was very, very nice to us, and he could have been very, very mean yep, to us. Yep.
4: And they had changed. They changed the definition of the regulation <laughs> without letting us know, but they circulated it among the officers. And then when he showed it to us, we were like, okay, and that's why he was cool about it and let us go. That was the funniest thing in
1: my. Uh, that night was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. When I see an FWC officer pull up next to your airboat and he says, "Well, you got to do this," and Chuck's like, "No, you don't." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, look, this is going he's on. got Let's the badge and he's got the
3: gun, so it's not about the badge and the gun. He's just got a job, <laughs> and uh, whatever he says right then, uh, it's best just to." Well,
1: but that's what I, and the guy said, well, and I laugh because I remember him looking at you going, if you pull out a rules and reg book from underneath your seat, he's like, I obviously know I'm dealing with somebody who's going to (laughs) follow, so I'm not dealing with somebody who's trying to break the law. Mm -hmm. And that was the cool part about it. But it was just, it's, yeah, I just like, I just still see that look on that dude's face was like, excuse me.
2: Well, that, that that look could have been the same way as if you do have the statute and you do have the number and you do know what you're talking about. And apparently, sometimes they don't. And you say, you know, I'm not telling you how to do your job, but you know, this is maybe you should look under this, you know, section. Blah 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 blah. Prime blah, blah. case blah.
4: in point: 2011, when the legislature clarified the the discharge law, 790.33, and we went and we looked at 68a. 19 with sanctuaries. And I told my friends, I said, Look, I'm going to laminate these. We're going to print them out and we're going to go duck hunt Pinellas County again because yep. we hadn't done it since 85. Right. <clears throat> and we put in at Philippi Park and we went out specifically in the middle of the morning so everybody could see us and set up not far from the park except throw out a bunch of decoys for shooting ducks. And uh, within 20 minutes, we had two sheriff's boats come out there. There were five patrol cars and a helicopter. I showed him everything. They called FWC out there. FWC officer came out and said, he's legal, leave him alone. And from that point on, we've been bird hunting Pinellas County again.
2: Well when we got on the when we got on the radio and announced, you know, that a lot of people did not know, especially duck hunters, that uh there were certain areas of Pinellas County and areas over here in Tampa Bay where you could hunt, the next thing you know, it's like on News Channel 8, two days later, because the guys that were listening to the show, they're up there in the northern part. Of course, they mm-hmm. did the same thing. The neighbors are like, oh, my gosh, they're out there. They're shooting ducks, Harold. Call the police. Mm-hmm. And the uh, same thing happened. Sheriff shows up. Yeah, you can't come be over a jerk
4: here. about it. I mean, you don't want to set up in somebody's no. backyard. And, 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 and that's know, what some guys are doing. They're being idiots about
2: it. And uh, Well, they weren't. They were out off as far as sure. they could. And uh, when the FWC came up there and said... Hey, guys, it's just like Coyotes. Learn to live with it. They're legal. There's that's nothing you can do. And they're like, well, that's just not fair. And I'm like, well, you moved here. That's so, right. you know, get used to it. We've been doing
4: this for hundreds of years.
2: Yeah, get used to it. Get All right. Used to it. We're going to take a break. Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford and the good folks out at G5 Feeding Outdoors. You want to see some of those guns that were at the SHOT Show. I know a few of them at the Eller Brothers Show have already made it into the shop. Especially with the uh, Glock 43X and the new 48, they're there. I know that, and of course they're now a new Colt stocking dealer. So you can go in and check them out, see what they got. They got the new, uh, they got the new little uh, revolver in there. It looks really, really nice. Go check it out.
3: And welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors. Man, it's hard to believe this third hour is almost to an end
2: well when chuck's here things go by pretty quickly
3: yeah i mean we i will have to say we kind of kept him a little contained (laughs) not really let him get out there you know know, that's that's a good thing boxed in by the two of you
2: you should be (laughs) hey i didn't want to i didn't want to get off topic too much but uh two stories that i thought were pretty amazing that i heard this past week one of them was the uh fact that uh uh, we mentioned in the first hour that a honeymoon couple came down to Florida and now have a world record potentially for kingfish at 97 and some change I thought uh, it was 98 98 and some change uh, for their uh, for a kingfish but the one that also caught my attention uh i've never been one who fished with leeches i think you did once
4: before you we talked about it many years the one all the time he never pays for gas
1: <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> what i was thinking. yeah kind which, of okay we're talking about the parasite okay we're
4: talking about the uh,
2: you know <laughs> yeah. uh, i've never been a fan of fishing with leeches but there was a gentleman who was caught uh going through the airport uh, it's just
3: one of the things when you do use them it's kind of You know, you don't hold them very long. They try to get back on
2: you. (laughs) It does suck. Yeah, it does. But uh, he got caught uh, with 5,000 live leeches. Wow. Trying to bring them into uh, Canada, uh, smuggle them in. He had a a bag that was in his... The dog actually uh, marked on it, like sniffed it and said, there's something in there that ain't supposed to be in there. When they went and checked it, this guy had uh, 5,000 leeches in there. And he said they were for personal use. And I, I, they never did give you an explanation of what... What would you uh, use
3: it for? Unless you're doing some surgery and you want to kind of clot up something. I don't know. I've don't heard know. them blood using letter. that.
2: I don't know. He said the leeches consume the blood and all that kind of stuff like that. But they can also sell for about $10 a piece.
3: For what? For leeches. I know. But for what would you buy
2: one for guess, $10? Like you said, maybe for medical or something like that. I don't know. Holistic medicine. Holistic or, yes. or whatever it is. he used them on Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, I uh,
3: Game
4: of Thrones is what. They <laughs> said.
5: Yeah. What? There you go. Use
4: the leeches on Game of Thrones to you get the king's blood out of the.
5: You're not the talking
2: king. to the microphone, radio person. <laughs> what did you say?
4: <laughs> I said, I said they use the leeches on Game of Thrones to get the king's blood out of the um, the son of the king without killing him. So, uh, okay. one of the witches used it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Potions. We're done yeah, now. Potions. Okay.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Witches. Blah, Imaginations blah, blah, blah. run wild. But now, this guy was a Canadian, and he had to go all the way to Russia to get to get leeches. I mean, what? You can't go to Wisconsin? Because I know they fish for leeches there. All you got to do is walk through a swamp in Mississippi or, I'm or Louisiana,
3: and you'll have
4: them all over your legs.
2: You can get some of the How biggest catch nests. them? That's
3: the thing. I guess he just went wading.
2: I guess he went and bought them. I, I don't know. Maybe they're cheaper in Russia. I don't know. Uh, Canadians colluding with the Russians for leeches. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Maybe next weekend if I uh, w- the alligators we get uh, have some leeches on it, I'll save them for you.
2: They're, but not for me. I, I hate those things, man. They creep me out. Uh, and the other one that I thought was an interesting thing, it seems like we're not the only ones, or Texas. Uh, Poland is now being overrun by uh, wild boar, as they call it over there. Not just hogs, but wild boar over in Poland. And, of course, when the government said that we're going to go out there and start culling these things, we need to kill about uh, a half a million of them, all of a sudden the animal rights people go, no, you can't do it. It's, it's like what Glenn pointed out. He says, you know what? You can scream about stuff that's happening over there, but as soon as it starts coming into your neighborhood, then all of a sudden it's like, what do we do about it? Not in my backyard. I think,
3: really, they it? should just they should just eliminate any killing of any sort, whether it be roaches, spiders, mosquitoes. Everything, just take it off. Well, you can't can't eliminate the roaches
4: because according to FWC, coyotes eat roaches. Uh, (laughs) That is a fact. (laughs) You're taking away a food source. Well, the reason why is they don't want to
2: kill a half a million of them, basically, almost, is because it's not because of the population so much as the fact that they are now carrying the African swine fever that's now rapidly uh, going through there. but. Mm. 350,000 people over there in Poland signed a petition to stop the killing. And hundreds of academics publicly opposed it as well. Yes, well, academics. it just goes to
3: show you that it's just not in a, that, uh, here that we have the same problem.
4: Yeah, yeah. Crazy is universally worldwide.
3: Yes. They, yes.
2: they said that uh, some 168,000 more have been killed since uh, last April as part of the total target of 185,000. Uh, hunting up on the entire season up to April 20 of 19. So they're they're well, letting them sounds go. Sounds like man. we
4: need to go to Poland. Yeah,
2: instead of another 210,000 wild boar being slaughtered this season, the number is more likely 20,000 because of the screaming and yelling from the uh, – I can
3: promise you if the auto industry, the insurance industry was to say uh, your premiums for your auto insurance now is going to go up 1000 thousand, two thousand more dollars annually – because we have to cover the collision cost of game animals on the road, you'd see a lot of people screaming well, to do something about well, it. Well,
0: the people in New York would say that's fine because I take the bus or <laughs> I walk. I walk the street. Well, but well, you know well, guess what? what?
3: Your fare just went up triple. <laughs> they still
2: yeah. like to have sausage. They still like a bunch nice of pork chop every kielbasa, once in a while, man. yeah, and kielbasa. So uh, when the Polish people all of a sudden they start going. We have no more swine left in the country because they were killed off by the uh, African swine fever. Yeah, the domestic fever. stuff is getting... Uh, then, then all of a sudden they're like, well, why didn't you do anything? Well, we tried to, but the academics and the other
4: people said no. Yes, because well. people who sit behind a desk with paper for a living actually know what's going on.
2: Sure, they wide. know more than you. Or are you out of, of your mind? Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. Can I talk
1: about something fun real quick? Sure, go ahead. Hey, I'm doing an alligator hunt next weekend. Well, that too, but I was going to say that uh, we were talking about you, you had the church stuff going on and everything mm-hmm. else. March the 23rd, the FFA Beast Feast is going to happen again. Nice.
2: Wait a minute. Will there be swine? Yes. No way.
1: Yes. Will there be a turkey hunt again? Yes. Are they giving it away or are they doing it out no, there? we're raffling off another turkey hunt. What's Seriously? the date for that? March the 23rd.
2: Wait a minute. What about the gun? Are you doing a gun again this we're year? We're doing
1: a gun. There's a BAR and I... What
2: kind of BAR?
1: A BAR with a loophole scope on it and a out 6 caliber. Really? And also a shotgun either a beretta or a browning really yes seriously yes so get in contact with me would that be an a4 or a gold hunter i'm not sure yet on the shotgun
2: why'd you get it in a 30 out six universal round man you Uh, can pick up ammo anywhere well that's true toby how's it going this morning man
6: hey good morning it is going great well you
2: better be hurrying it up because i told you to call it uh 30 and it's 55 it means you got two minutes ready
6: and action Okay, I apologize. I was, running, I was running a little bit late this morning, but I kind of couldn't get woken up. And I'm sitting here with a beautiful example of uh, toxic masculinity, my snake wrangler, Megan.
2: Yes, I saw the uh, – You know, and uh, apparently I saw the post on Facebook, you guys didn't do too bad yesterday.
6: No, well, we only got, we only got one. Uh, it was about an eight-foot uh, female. But uh, it was just a beautiful time. The Everglades was such a beautiful place. You know, just so full of wildlife, and, and it's just a wonderful place to visit. But the snake was just absolutely awesome. Megan was she, – she was running on adrenaline overload. It was crazy.
2: Did she run and jump on its back and, like, wrestle it around like Tarzan used to do with the giant anacondas?
6: Yes, actually, she did. We've got some video we're going to be posting up a little bit later today of her actually making the catch. And
1: It's snake Megan. Hello. Hello.
6: First- yeah. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> oh,
2: hey, how was it? How come you didn't just machete it to death?
6: Oh, man, come on, that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, no, I mean, come on, that's cheating if I did that. Well, you know,
2: Well, I guess, you know, to catch it is a lot more fun for sure. That's But now, when you guys caught this thing, uh, you got to turn it in, right? You got to go uh, surrender it immediately or what?
6: Yeah, it had to be... It had to be uh surrendered to the South Florida Water Management District for their studies. And uh, they actually, they all have to be euthanized, but uh, the actual reason we brought it in live before giving it over to South Florida was uh, we didn't want to have to carry a cooler full of ice to keep it, <laughs> keep it fresh. You just <laughs> stuff them in a bag and then you dispatch them before you before
2: you turn them in. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, you said you only got one, but the important part was is that it was a female. So, so
3: one equals who knows how many.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, they'll tell you if there was eggs or uh, embryos or whatever that was in there. But good on you. Hey, if you get a chance, call us next week and fill us in with the rest of the story. Can you do that? We can do that. All right, get All up, late, buddy. Get up early. Get that coffee pot on a little earlier. All right, thank you, Toby. Thank you, Megan. We're gonna uh, take it out of here. and Get outside and go play. Do something today. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We'll see you guys next Saturday. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Aaron. We'll see you guys next Saturday. Love you, Bye. Have a good day.